This is The Secret Sauce, sponsored by Land and Expand, and I'm your host, Jackie Golden. There is a secret sauce behind every successful software tech company, and their secret sauce is what provides a customer success model that can create a cult-type following of loyal customers. And our podcast will focus on various types and topics around practical strategies and tactics for creating your own customer secret sauce so that you can be on the right path to creating customers for life. This will be a series of episodes in which I'll discuss the key elements of building that secret sauce, as well as the follow-on episodes. We'll continue to discuss how to maintain and grow customer investments in your solutions. So today, I want to introduce the idea of a customer secret sauce and why it creates the value and customer perceptions you need for your company's growth. Probably heard many of these top software companies like Hyperion and Cognos or IBM and Oracle and a whole lot of other companies that have come to great success over the years. You might even be one of the customers that was a big believer in these best-of-breed solutions And they were the only companies worth investing in in the day for your IT solutions. Let's take Hyperion, for example. Think about the impact Hyperion made on automating financial reporting and the ability to roll up multiple companies and divisions into one corporate set of financials. Not only did they create an elegant solution, but they were hiring entire consulting teams made up of CPAs, accountants, and financial analysts worldwide. They built a proven methodology that helped each customer transform from their current processes and procedures for producing their monthly and quarterly financials into an automated approach. And these Hyperion customers were touting that they had taken their normal 10 to 15 day close processes and reduced it to less than five days. In many cases, Hyperion was also enabling these customers to look at their financials on a daily and weekly basis for the first time. They were truly enabling automation of analytical reporting, which helped them to identify areas of their company quickly that were on track and off track. This was revolutionary. This used to take customers weeks and even months with a large staff who spent time organizing the data for weeks on end just to produce the financials and practically zero time analyzing the results. This really revolutionized companies to be able to make quicker business decisions. So what Hyperion's consulting team did was they built this secret sauce based on their successes that enabled their customers to follow a roadmap that helped them to realize these valuable ROIs within only a few quarters. Hyperion had started a revolution in corporate performance management, which led to this cult-type following. And the competitors in the market were all on a path to beat Hyperion. Hyperion's strategy was working well, but they had an even bigger vision around total corporate performance management. And this led them to purchase other software solutions to round out this big vision they had. And Hyperion had built such a strong reputation for a company that delivered results with innovative solutions that customers just bought the new solutions they brought to the market just because of the Hyperion name. Customers believed that Hyperion would stand behind their solution, make it right, and that they would lead the revolution in performance management. And this gave customers confidence to make those long-term investments in their solutions. 
and many customers had to have hearing in place for well over 10 years. And that kind of loyalty is hard to find in today's tech world. So I'm sharing these ideas and strategies and tactics around creating customers for life because it's in the heart and soul of what I believe makes a successful company. But I also want to talk about it from two different perspectives, the vendor perspective being your company's perspective and also the customer's perspective. And with a background of over 20 years in the software industry, I'm going to focus on the software industry challenges just as examples to show you how a secret sauce can revolutionize a company's strategy for long-term growth. However, a lot of these concepts can be used in any company with products and services that are sold that require these types of contract commitments and long-term revenue uh, commitments for revenue growth, revenue generation, and long-term valuation. So I'd like to share my perspective on some of the changes over time that I've seen in the last 20 years, specifically in the tech industry. And there's a few concepts that are talked about as being part of a corporate strategy in today's world, but not really lived and breathed as, as they were years ago. And some of these concepts became part of the company's corporate climate and their way of life and their, their true goals and mission as a corporation. And there were concepts like this, take care of your customer, the numbers will follow, or customer's always right, everybody's always heard that one, or do whatever it takes to keep the customer happy. However these sayings became part of the corporate climate, it, it became ingrained in the company's culture and their way of life. So all employees would put customers first. And they would think about that in all of their innovations and the changes that they wanted to put in place as part of the company's growth plan. So using the software industry as an example, 20 years ago, the average software company would sell a customer solution with a two to three year contract commitment. And customers would invest millions in technology solutions to keep up with the market demands. They needed to be more efficient and effective. They needed to be creative and innovative in their products and services, and they needed to be able to deliver this to the market in order to be the leader in the market and stay the leader in the market. So these technological advancements were part of their game-changing strategies to maintain their leadership in these markets. And technology was the key to market domination in these industries. Customers would pay for all the services associated with implementing the new technologies in order to ensure that they would get the full value of the solution. And software companies would get to profitability within the first five to seven years because the services models were already profitable on top of a high-margin tech solution. And then came the SaaS world, software as a solution. And this innovation in software delivery model came with a lot of challenges. For instance, there wasn't a multi-year investment required. As a customer, you could just sign up, pay as you go, monthly, quarterly, annually. And if you didn't get the value, you didn't like the solution, you simply didn't renew your contract. You'd have very little investment in the solution, so trying other vendors was easy. And over the last 10 years, the software industry has exploded with SaaS solutions. And part of how the SaaS solutions were trying to compete in the market is they'd offer free services to differentiate themselves from the established market leaders 
which were a higher cost solution with a lot of services. And the SaaS world was drawing bigger and bigger customers away from the big software companies like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Cognos, and Hyperion for that matter. And the reason the customers were leaving the big name software companies was to lower their overall IT investments and find ways for them to become lean and to get to their own growth and profitability with low cost solutions. And these SaaS solutions were offering automations to run their companies for a lot less. You know, the SaaS mantra was faster innovations for a lower cost. And customers believed it and they were buying it. However, it also led to customers purchasing too many SaaS solutions that don't always play nicely together, meaning integrate well. And when they added up all their monthly and annual contracts, what seemed like a lower cost technology investment turned out to cost them more than their previous investments in just a few larger players. And on top of it, the services components associated with the SaaS solutions weren't nearly as mature and they didn't have the experience in the consulting staff or the quality in the education and support programs. So a lot of these customers were left with this, well, fairly less than enthusiastic perception of the vendor's ability to deliver and support their solution. And the other, industry, the other issue that the SaaS industry hadn't really taken into consideration is that the average customer couldn't really mature their company operations or standard processes and procedures fast enough to take advantage of the innovative technologies and keep up with the rapid changes. So a lot of implementations were failing and stalling out. And the solutions just, the SaaS solutions just couldn't quite get sticky enough in the customer's day-to-day operations to ensure a long-term contract commitment. This led many SaaS software companies with high sales initially, followed by a high churn rate over time. So they could show high revenue growth, but then that churn rate started catching up to them. And in the end, many customers are left with a half-baked solution um, that was implemented across their company or in various departments. Their technical architecture started looking highly disjointed, costing them a whole lot more to maintain without actually getting the value and innovations realized in their company. So how do you begin to create a secret sauce in the tech industry, whether you're SaaS or any other type of technology solution that not only competes with the larger, generally high-cost solutions, but delivers an ongoing valuable program that can integrate with your customer's existing architecture and become an integral part of how a customer operates efficiently and effectively today and allows them to innovate over time. So what you really are looking for in that sticky is also the ability to allow for the customer to mature over time and to keep up with the rapid technological changes. So let's just start with what makes up a secret sauce? What are the key elements? And I'll dive into each of these uh, in the next podcast. I just wanted to share with you what the average components are in a secret sauce for some of the most successful software and tech companies today. Number one, definition of a customer's business problem that you solve. And this is usually focused on a target market. Number two, a general definition of how the target market generally solves the problem today. Number three, an estimate of 
what is the problem cost the customer today or any other opportunity costs that you've identified? Number four, definition of how you solve the problem, and especially if you solve it in a unique way. Number five, definition of the value and ROI your solution will deliver. Number six, definition of an estimated timeline for when the customer can expect to realize the value and ROI. Number seven, a step-by-step methodology and roadmap that leads or shows the customer how they get from where they are today to the vision. And number eight, a well-defined customer program usually includes consulting, education, and support programs as they're appropriate for your solution. These are meant to develop a long-term plan with your customer that have the right checkpoints, working sessions, roadmap discussions, innovation sessions, and ongoing education and support programs for the customer's team. Number nine, a customer feedback program that's integrated into your company's strategic plan. This would be your voice of the customer programs. Number 10, a certification program that builds a level of knowledge and expertise for the customer's team that enables the customer to innovate their company operations using your solution. Sounds pretty straightforward, but I also understand that um, these elements can take time and research and resources and budget to really bring them to fruition and to turn this secret sauce into becoming a standardized approach that you can deliver in a repeatable manner to all your customers. I do recognize each element requires a bit of research and some experimentation and a partnership with your customers. You know, it's, it's really challenging to dial into the right secret sauce that will deliver 10 out of 10 customers as long-term loyal customers. And the goal of that secret sauce is to ensure the customers stay committed to an investment in your solution year over year. And once you have these elements defined for a target market, you're going to be able to build a customer lifecycle model around the secret sauce that will drive your company's strategic plan and operational plan. And a customer lifecycle is a company-wide commitment. This becomes your corporate way of life. And I really believe that when you put the customer at the center of your corporate strategy and your corporate culture, it really will make a difference in your overall ability to not just execute well and consistently, but be able to predict the results in the future. So we've talked about what the secret sauce means to your company, but I just want to give you a a few insights from the customer's perspective. And this is information that I've collected over the last 20 years, actually from customers from a wide range of industries that actually are purchasing tech solutions. And so I'm, I'm summarizing their perspective and what they're looking for. So from a customer perspective, here's what a customer is looking for. They're looking for a vendor that understands their market and their business along with their competitive landscape. And they want a vendor that can help them find innovative ways to dominate their market and what value and ROI is your solution is going to provide to them. And they want a comprehensive program and support system that shows them a clear roadmap and and step-by-step plans for them to be able to see how do they get from where they are today to this new vision and way of operating using your solution. And, you know, these, these customers don't mind investing in vendors 
that provide solutions that deliver results and innovations. But they really want to make sure that the vendors also have a commitment to continuing innovation and providing value and ROI over time. And after years of collecting customer feedback in every section of a customer lifecycle, the number one feedback I would hear from customers is being, I'll just say, the most frustrating roadblock for them is they would put it like this. Vendors are good at pitching their customer vision and even showing a cool solution in their demos. However, they fall short in showing us how we get from where we are today to realizing these visions. They sell us on the vision and they even can sell us on what it can provide from an ROI and a value perspective, but we don't always get how we get there. And they'd also say things like, it seems like they don't understand how we operate or how we run our business and they don't really understand our challenges. So they just think we're going to figure it out on our own, how we get from where we are to that vision. And they sell us a solution and then they leave the rest to us with a limited services ability to help us get to that value faster, even when we pay for the services that they recommend. So those are just some of the common frustrations from the customer's perspective that as a vendor, we have to help them overcome. And the most important thing customers want to know is that you understand the bigger picture of their business and their challenges that they're facing. And they want to They want to know that you have a way of helping them to overcome the challenges and help them get to a better place quicker and more cost-effectively over time. Customers have stated so many times to me that they're, they're willing to make the upfront investment, but over time, they really want to see the annual ROI outweigh the costs and be able to make a case, a business case, for how the solution will pay for itself over time. So I hope this was really helpful, but just to summarize some of the key points that we talked about in this podcast, I'd like to leave you with the following considerations. So number one we talked about is the importance of focusing on building your secret sauce for each target market. And number two, how important it is for having a well-defined secret sauce by target market. And by having that, it will make the process of building your customer lifecycle model very easy. And number three, really hope that you understand the impact a secret sauce has on your business and how it can drive consistent, repeatable customer delivery of a valuable ROI and attract your customers' long-term investments to you as a strategic partner or vendor. And I'm hoping it will help you to see how it develops clarity in your business strategy and the development of your annual strategic goals and plan. And the last thing is, is that I want you to understand how important a secret sauce can lead your company to execute results in a more consistent and predictable manner. So I appreciate your time today. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our session on creating your secret sauce. If you have any questions or you'd like to contact me directly, you can go to our website at www.landandexpand.com. That's spelled L-A-N-D-N-E-X. P-A-N-D.com. You can fill out the contact form and we'll get in touch with you. Or you can contact me directly at Jackie Golden, J-A-C-K-I-E-G-O-L-D-E-N at landandexpand.com. I appreciate your reviews on iTunes. All feedback is welcome. 
Secret Sauce will continue to discuss topics related to creating long-term customer success that builds customer revenue, profitability, and low churn. And I'll share more about each of these elements uh, that go into your Secret Sauce over the next few series. And we'll also discuss things like how to develop and use your customer lifecycle model to your advantage in your strategic planning and your execution plans. Until next time, thank you so much and have a great week.